all the hands will take you on a journey just a piece at a time. Delve into the mystery and wonderment, we can blow your mind. Every question will be answered, nothing will be as it seems. At the turn of a page, you'll be amazed, you will cream your jeans. Start the recording. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, go ahead. I'll just I'll just put the music in later. Okay. Uh, we've been talking for like ten minutes. That was like three minutes. <laughs> I'm bad at time. Steve forgot to <laughs> record. Hit record. So we we'll were all over. using our voices, like our very best, like kindest voices to each other <laughs> for three minutes for no reason. We're so booked. Ah, uh, so booked. So so booked. I guess we have to introduce we'll ourselves. St- we're starting over. So you're listening to Overbooked, a comedy podcast for people who want to read but don't have time. Mm-hmm. And I'm Alicia. I- I'm Jinx, and Stevens here. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> I'm having the weirdest deja vu. Oh, anyway, we, we were, were saying, just, we were just telling you, we were so booked oh my God. this week that we didn't read anything. We're so booked. We forgot to press record. Yeah. <laughs> There's so many things on our mind. So many things <laughs> going on. So, um, we had no books. No, we had no, no ideas at all. Steven had a book in the back of his car. He's like, Hey, I'm reading a book and went and got it. And we're like, awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Perfect. it's Stephen King. Right? The Shining. The Shining. Now, we've already determined he's on page 212 out of 659. <laughs> but it's a larger font than the original. Or a larger font. Right. Now you're all caught up. Okay. Okay. Perfect. All right. Oh, yeah. Oh, and we had thought about doing a show just about interesting Facebook statuses we had read. Right. So we're, we're super glad that Stephen had this book here. Yeah. So we're going to talk about Stephen King today, which I'm kind of excited about. Yeah. I'm... Yeah, how fortuitous. Yeah. So The Shining, there's a sequel? Is that what I'm understanding? Steven, give us the lowdown because I'm afraid I'm going to not know. So the reason I'm reading the book is because I haven't read much Stephen King. And there's a, uh, there was a sequel book, a, a sequel to The Shining called Dr. Sleep. How long after The Shining did that? So The Shining came out in 77 and Dr. Sleep came out in 2013. Oh. Yeah. And okay. it, I think it tells, I haven't read, I haven't read all of the Shining, <laughs> but I for sure have not read Dr. Sleep, right. but I, I, it tell, it's like the, um, uh, you know, Danny, the, the boy, yeah. it, he's like a grown up, So it's like a story oh, about him. Okay. Um, oh. and there's a movie coming out based on Dr. Sleep that I saw the trailer for and I thought it looked super duper cool. So I was like, well, I want to read that book now. Okay. Right. And so I was like. Well, you better start better. at the beginning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It's only a very one other good book. place to start. <laughs> <laughs> number, number one of two. <laughs> yeah. It's really the one that makes the most sense. <laughs> when you read, you begin with ABC. Sure. Yeah. Um, so oh, okay. I'm, I'm excited to talk about Stephen King, honestly, because Stephen King, as an author, is probably like one of the more like pivotal. Yeah. Like it was one of the first like series of books that I 
I ever read sort of by choice, you know? Yeah, it was like your first, um, especially our age. Right. Like how, you know, it was like Stephen pointed out that like, yeah, this was a really like everyone was reading Stephen King mm-hmm. and it was very much like the first grown up book. Grown up book for sure. Like because I read like Beezus and Ramona sorts yeah. of things in the mouse get a and little, the motorcycle. You get into some Judy Bloom, and so you got a little bit of like, oh, a little these taste are mature of, themes. Are you there, God? It's me, Margaret. Right. Oh my God. Boobs but when you first but found then, your first Stephen King, I mean, yeah, I feel it's like. It felt dangerous. Yeah. Because no one's ever like, you should read this. It's like a book that you find on the shelf that's like, what is this? What? Yeah, <laughs> you know? font looks bloody. What's that about? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, my mom read a lot of Stephen King, and <laughs> oh, see, I always thought that was because my parents wouldn't—they were not into this at all. Oh, and so when people would say like, "Oh, my mom was reading this," or so, I was always like, "Wow." Yeah, my mom was that always reading so Stephen cool. King. Your and life so must be so cool. <laughs> I would find the book on the shelf that had like the piece of toilet paper that was the bookmark. Right. <laughs> <laughs> ah. <laughs> yeah and so i yeah. read it and be like oh this is this is great but i read a whole bunch of stephen king books when i was yeah. young and i have read not very many at all of the more recent but you also titles. haven't read the Shining. i have not ever read the shining which is weird considering yeah. that you've read so much of his stuff i know and yeah. that's like one of the big ones i know but, but because it was one of the big ones i feel like the movie had kind of taken like no one read it because we'd all seen the movie right because the Mm. movie was what year was the movie oh that's i feel real bad for not knowing the answer i'll I'll look it up okay i feel like it was probably like 1980 so three years after the book yeah i was gonna say like that seems right Right. so the movie yeah it was kind of like it was all over the place yeah and stephen king famously does not like that movie yeah he, he hates it. He thinks it's... He hates it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Was he not a part of any of the... He no. Just, it was just his story, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. That was a Stanley Kubrick, right? Yeah. 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 That's interesting. He's a much bigger fan of the Shining miniseries that came out in like the early 2000s with like oh, the guy right. from Wings. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> huh. I remember that. I mean, I, can, I get that because I feel like Stephen King's writing is so... Um, like you definitely have a mental picture that is just you've created it with his words mm-hmm. and Stanley Kubrick has his own thing that has happened. Like that's never going to line up. So I right. could see where he was probably disappointed that people were picturing Stanley Kubrick's vision and not, and not the, his the words. Deary, yeah. hmm. I could see, you that. know, the deary main. Yeah. <laughs> right. Now I feel like as a disclaimer, I should say that everything in my house that can have a pattern has the shining carpet pattern. Right. Oh. <laughs> not by my choice necessarily, but, but your just, husband, yeah, like His neckties, pillows, sweaters. It's oh. yeah. Throw blanket? Do you have a throw blanket or a rug or something? I know we didn't. I held back on the rug because it was like that's a really expensive rug, and I feel like maybe, <laughs> that's maybe we should overstep. <laughs> we're going a little, a little far. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, but it's a beautiful pattern. We have both the room pattern and the hallway. Anyway. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> so feelings. Yeah. So you so you didn't read it then? I did not read either. that one. No, I didn't either. But I have seen the movie a lot of times. Yeah. My brother-in-law once fell asleep watching that movie in my in my living room, and it was one of those DVDs that just like loops, right. you know. And so then my kids got up, and they were little. They were too little to watch The Shining <laughs> for sure. Uh, they got up and it was just on, and, and so they're on a big wheel. So this sure, seems safe, right? right. Yeah. And I got up. They'd been watching it for about an hour. Oh my god! And. I woke up and there they were just sitting on the floor and their eyes were about the size of dinner plates. Just like hot. I'm like, oh no, fucking Troy. (laughs) (laughs) No. She also, to be fair, showed my my son uh, 
pretty much pornography by accident. I, once. It was so an accident, nice. and I did. <laughs> it was just it was a music video for something we were watching, and I was kind of just like it was late. It was we were late. Yeah, I was dozing off and opened my eyes in time, and I was like, oh, what? Ah, this is this the, isn't for you. The music video was. Yeah, it was real, intense. real, real porny. <laughs> somehow, was it the same thing though, or had it gone to something else? No, we were just watching music videos. Like, I mean, I was. I was just trying to watch like Sleepy because it was late. I was just trying to get him to go to sleep. I was babysitting. He was like freaked out to be at my house in the middle of the night, you know. And then all the sex that threw him right (laughs) off. (laughs) Then he was like, "What are you doing? Weird. (laughs) Can we go back there?" I liked it, but I'm not sure. Something's happening. (laughs) (laughs) This is new, (laughs) right? Uh, So wait. So okay. So how old were you when you started reading these books? I feel like I was about ten or eleven. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And the first, the first Stephen King book, uh, I caught your tummy grumbles. My tummy was just grumbling. They're just talking to each other. Uh, (laughs) The first one that I really remember reading was Eyes of the Dragon, which I have never met another person who's read that book. Well, once you told me what it was, because I wasn't sure what it was, it makes a lot of sense that that would be the one that you were like, ah. It was just the one that I just I don't know. It wasn't like. Well, if it has like kingdoms and royalty and i could see like being 10 or 11 and being like this seems adult but also yeah it's it's almost it's almost like a a shakespearean story you know where it's like the son is gunning for the the kings you know so like the the young prince is gonna kill the the king so that he can ascend to the throne and he's got kind of like a a scar a scar character in a supernatural element in any way Yes, but I don't remember what there was like a witch. I think it was like a witch, a witch. Yeah, like yeah, the evil wizard. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) You know the one. You know. I I mean, it's been a long time, but he could spy on the king through the eyes of this big dragon. You know, like wall mount thing. Right. Okay. Yeah. No, I haven't read that. Yeah. I I need to go back and read it, but I can't. I've I've never found it again. Of course, I haven't really. I guess looked for it (laughs) so much. But (laughs) hold on to the library or anything. No. I think the first yeah I wrote it down the first one I read was Carrie oh and I was when we were looking I was like oh that's his first book that's interesting but then I remembered the only reason I read that book is because it had um you know scary girl on the cover right and it was Carrie and that was my sister's name right and she was older than me and it seemed very like ah this high school girl is also very annoying <laughs> I'm gonna read this one so I think did, that's probably why I read it first and when you read it what did you think I loved that book right up until the, like, I loved it when it was a personal story (laughs) of this girl who had this thing and was going through this time. Then when it got toward the, like, at the two-thirds mark where it turns into, like, after she leaves, she leaves the prom situation and all of that, and it turns into, like, the hailstorm of the comet, I was like, I don't care about this anymore. Right. Didn't care for that rest of it at all. But up until then, I really enjoyed it. Yeah. Because it felt like one of those Judy Bloom coming of age, but with a twist. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you like become a Stephen King fan right then and start reading a bunch of Stephen I King? I think so, yeah, because I read all those early reads. That, yeah, I read those in pretty quick succession of like Carrie, Cujo, Christine, Pet Cemetery. Like I remember like right, one right, right after right. the other. Yeah. For a I feel like I went to the B-sides for what because I went from Eyes of the Dragon to like Firestarter, which was a movie. Yeah. Now, was that Kent Russell? Was that Kent Russell? (laughs) Yeah, Drew Barrymore. It was Drew Barrymore, but it wasn't Kurt Russell, but it was a guy who looks like Kurt Russell. (laughs) You know what I'm talking about? Oh, um, no. Shoot. I can't remember his name, but I always 
think it's maybe it is but it was for sure Drew Barrymore. I was dead serious. I said, I don't think it is Kent I don't Russell. Think it's, no, Kent Russell. <laughs> Kent. He's married to that uh, Whoopi Goldberg. Goldberg. <laughs> yeah. No, I I think I don't think I have ever seen a copy of that book that isn't Drew Barrymore on the cover. I have one, except for you wouldn't know it because the cover fell off because I've read it so many <laughs> right. times. But yeah, yeah, I don't think I've ever seen just the book before the movie. It must have been pretty quick. It's got a car on fire. Yeah. Oh, it has a car on fire. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Now you asked me about Christine. Did you? I did not read Christine. That was another one that I never read, and and I've never seen that movie. Mm. Eh. But I just think it's interesting. <laughs> like of all, all the, of that. all the Stephen King that I've read, mm-hmm. that Christine, which was a big hit, is the one that I just basically don't know anything about. I was like, what is? What's the car one? <laughs> it's just Cujo. I mean, it's the same. I think. I think maybe I don't remember it well because I read them at about the same right. time. But to me, it seems like it's the exact same thing except a car. Cujo's scary as fuck. I don't think Cujo's scary at all. <laughs> That's what? my problem with The Shining. I don't think that movie is in the least bit frightening. And I don't understand why people are obsessed with it. Which is probably it's, why I never read it's it. It's frightening in the way that like uh, uh, Silence of the Lambs is frightening to me where it's like it's not it's not like thriller right we we scary but it's like it's one of those like yeah gets in your head i suspect that as an adult with children if i watched it again i would be like oh <laughs> i see but i haven't watched it and since like tw- my 20s like early 20s so i probably at the time was like well this isn't scary <laughs> what's wrong with these grown-ups they can't get it together just <laughs> it's kind of um unsettling mm-hmm. more than it yeah. is like scary right it, it's not because it's not like stuff like jumping out at you right no. <laughs> no but Cujo is horrifying I can't believe you don't think that one's scary at all yeah no I just don't it's just to like held oh, hostage somebody, by a dog somebody figure this out and kill this dog <laughs> <laughs> but everything was going wrong there's <laughs> company all over it the place is. I can't <laughs> yeah no what no wait Oh, the con, the, okay, that was what I was going to say. The one that I think that is super scary and isn't in the same way. It's not jump scary. It's not, but like in your head scary. I think misery is terrifying. Yeah, misery. If I even for a moment allow myself to think that I'm that guy, it is, it will make me panic. <laughs> yeah, misery. Also Pet cemetery. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did you see, have you read or seen any of these? Are uh, you a Stephen King fan? No, well, I, I. I'm a Stephen King fan, like in theory, okay. Because I like a lot of the movies based on his books, but I've only read like two of them. Oh, okay. Well, so like one and a half. Like that feel, <laughs> right? Oh, yeah. yeah. So I like. So I, I've always wanted to go back and read, especially like the big ones, but they're very daunting. Like it and the stand, mm-hmm. like the ones it that are. It and like, the stand are, are daunting. Yeah. Those, that's a, that's a big one, but some of them go pretty fast. Yeah. Pet Cemetery goes pretty fast especially now like oh my gosh with new it and new pet cemetery and you can just like read there's a new pet cemetery mm-hmm. did yeah. i know this? it just came it out just came out really mm-hmm. and i don't know how and i feel about it has that. a very weird very unexpected twist really that apparently stephen king approved of but that really works hmm i really liked the i really liked it the, the original or the new? The new one. I haven't watched. I the really, movie. really I liked seen it, the new one and I'm really excited to watch the second one. And I really want to read the book. Yeah, <laughs> but I probably won't because it's long as hell. It is <laughs> long, that, but that book. It. Yeah, I didn't finish that book either. But I read most of it. But and also the stand was another one that was like Ugh. I didn't even try the stand. I knew better. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this is not. But Pet Cemetery, I think, is the one 
of all of these that we've talked about that the movie and the book are equally terrifying. Yeah. Because some of them work better one way or another, but... And I think I probably was just... I like to think I was too young to watch that movie, but when I looked up the year, I realized that I was way older than I thought, (laughs) and I should not have been that scared. I have not... (laughs) I have not watched or read or seen the new apparently pet cemetery since i've had kids and i think that's probably yeah. good oh yeah you should read the book though i think reading the, <laughs> you know what i mean i think reading come on jinx who come on well who are you talking to you're right you're right you're right <laughs> you know what how about this consider reading the book i'll consider okay. it in fact i'm reading it right now as far as you're concerned but uh, you'll consider it for years yeah i'll really think it over <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that one's. I think with kids, <sighs> and particularly, I have a kid who's, you know, mm-hmm. facing, uh, yeah, illness. You know, even though I know it's a different situation than getting yeah, hit still, by a truck, it's still like it's it's head. in your head, right? And also like the new twist. Maybe don't watch it. Oh Jesus! Fuck. Um, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe don't do that. Fucking a man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I that one's scary. That. Like, okay, so I don't know if Brett knows this about me. You know this about me. I used to be a super, super hardcore horror movie fan. Yeah. Like, very, very into it and very into, like, obscure, weird Italian horror, things like that. Gorier the better. Soon as I got pregnant, couldn't watch any of it anymore. Like, it grosses me out and I'm done for. I had a very, I had a very weird, like, reaction to the movie John Wick chapter two oh. because I, lo- I love action movies so much but oh. that movie came out right after my son was born and there's a scene where he's in like catacombs in Rome, in italy and he's just like mowing people down with like a shotgun and you're and, like oh my god what if it was me well I, <laughs> I i had in my mind i was like this is a lot of violence all those people have families <laughs> right yes but it changes oh it changes your brain but yeah. what i was going to say is my first memory of being like i am into this was in the pet cemetery film when he cuts the achilles tendon Ooh. oh god and it got me on such a visceral <sighs> level even at that age where i was like oh my god that i remember being like yeah <laughs> yeah i like this i like that oof not anymore though yeah. but that is terrible that yeah that's is brutal so gross remember the the we um host the idaho horror film festival uh awards yeah ceremony. you hosted that y- yeah we yeah, we've hosted the, uh, it for the last several years the, I, oh i didn't know that yeah. yeah oh that's oh, really cool it. i didn't we know look that forward to it because we write something new every year that's horror themed yeah which is not in our usual no so it's wow. really fun one year we did a thing where we took movies yeah. like scary horror movies mm-hmm. and turned them into bedtime stories Ooh. for children I mean, we didn't read them to any the children. The creepiest thing in the world. Oh, oh so, was, yeah. so creepy. Yeah. Oh. And I can't remember now. What did we say about Pet Cemetery? Because that was the... Uh, that was the like, end. Once upon a time, there, there was, was a little, little boy who had a kitty. special kitty. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it went like on and on. And then the last line was like, sometimes dead is better. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> I, I, I thought you were gonna say it was just Pet Cemetery by Stephen King. This little boy, just like you, died. The end. <laughs> the end. <laughs> oh yeah! Oh, oh, what a beautiful, what a beautiful bird. <laughs> and, and there's another, and, and another. another, and another. It was once upon a time. It started with once upon a time. There was a very pretty teacher in a pretty green dress. <laughs> <laughs> oh look. A bird. 
What's that? What is that one? The birds. The birds. Oh, the birds. Oh, yeah. I thought you were still doing Stephen King. It was, oh, well, it, was just... it was very innocent for the most part until we did Silence of the Lambs <laughs> because it was still very like there was a doctor, blah, blah, blah. And then it just got to where we were just finally like, I can smell your cunt. <laughs> <laughs> just... Would you fuck me? Upset. I'd fuck me. <laughs> I'd fuck me. That was fun. That was a good one. One year his name made. is Buffalo Bill. Yeah. That's like a very, very kid, kid, kid yeah. friendly. Yeah. And then Buffalo Bill said, <laughs> would you fuck the, me? <laughs> he put on a special dress and he danced, danced and he danced. danced. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. Uh, that's really funny. I think I have them in my car, actually. We'll show you later. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> They're really good. Then we can read them. We'll just read them yeah. next week, maybe. Um, um, but I think, I think that reading Stephen King, because I didn't... Um, it wasn't that I wasn't allowed to watch horror movies or read stuff like that, but I thought I wasn't allowed. I remember <laughs> specifically reading The Eyes of the Dragon like in my closet. Yes. <laughs> yes, I would read it like under the covers and I thought it was, and I think that that reading them is what was the gateway then to watching movies because I, I would only watch them at p- other people's houses because right. I apparently wasn't allowed. And I think that Stephen King definitely was the thing where I was like, oh, mm. I like being scared a little mm-hmm. bit. Just a little bit. Just a little and also somehow that you're being naughty, even though like totally no, yeah, who's gonna care? Nobody cares. It's not that big of a deal. And it's when my mom a... right, when my mom was like, Oh, you're reading that, that's a good book, huh? And I was like, oh, You're supposed to be mad about this. Now it's not fun at all. <laughs> Am I reading it? I no, I do have and this again is the movie, so it's not but I do have an attachment to um the dark half because it was the first rated R movie that I ever saw. Mm-hmm. I don't know about the dark half. It's um is that Clive Owen? Is that Clive Owen or the guy I always mix no, up with Clive Owen? It's Stephen King. No, the uh, uh, oh, the Dark Tower. Oh, G- George Romero. No, he directed I am, it. I am making up nonsense right now. I was thinking of the actor. <laughs> oh, and I and it's what's his name? Damn it. Anyway, I don't even matter. know the movie. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> doesn't matter. It's rated R, and I was so much younger than everyone in my class. And my school, our writing club, went to the movies, and we could pick a movie for a writers' club, right? That's but I was so like, cool. I was like tw- what, twelve or something. I don't know. And I wanted to see the dark half because I was reading Stephen King and I loved Stephen King and I had read the book and I was super excited, but I wasn't allowed in the movie. And my teacher was like, this is a book and you should be allowed to see this. I love Stephen King. I'll pretend I'm your mom. And she, oh, and wow. everyone else went to see something else. But me and my teacher went to see the dark half. And I was like, oh my gosh, Dang. <laughs> I was seeing a rated R movie with my teacher. This is so nerdy and cool. <laughs> I, love <this. laughs> I love that. Not even one of the best, but good memory. Yeah. yeah, thanks, Stephen King. <laughs> yeah, I guess probably The Shining is the first Stephen King movie I saw. Oh no, you saw Stand by Me before that for sure. I don't think Even so. Though, really? I don't think so. I think I saw The Shining first. Oh, I think that. I mean, the body is the story, right. right? The body, but I think that Stand by Me is just like the perfect. It's just one of the most perfect kid movies because it's oh, a it's little a, bit yeah. scary. It's a little bit dangerous. It's got some like wholesome. It's got some bad. It's got but it also has like barfing. Yeah. Barfing <laughs> yeah. and like curse words. Yeah. And misbehavior. Yeah. No, but. it's a great, it's a great movie, but I'm pretty sure I saw The Shining first. Interesting. Mostly because I was a big fan of Shelley Duvall because <laughs> oh, she was in Popeye, Popeye and right. she had that, <laughs> what was the, what was the show? She had like fairy tale theater or something on, yeah. on Showtime. Do you remember well, that? Wasn't it? I thought it was like a, it wasn't Mother Goose. Was it a Mother Goose thing? 
sort of like, but not really Mother Goose. It was like, I think it was called Fairy Tale Theater, and it was oh. on HBO or Showtime or something. Yeah, it was, it was one of those, when those cable channels were first trying to kid. Right. Yeah. yeah. Kid- kidify. Yeah. Right. And they would do like the frog prince or whatever but like so you watched that and you were like i must see her new film (laughs) well i think pretty much because like we had a bunch of vhs just tapes on the on the shelf you know you're one of those families mm -hmm. so (laughs) so i really liked popeye and i liked fairy tale theater and i saw shelly duvall on the cover of this thing i was like i'm gonna watch this bloop wow Mm -hmm. we didn't even have a vcr i'm just amazed i don't i don't i don't remember where we got all these all these cassette all these tapes the vhs the cassette tapes right i i feel like we got them from a yard sale or something we did but we had a whole bunch of like we had like the jazz singer with neil diamond and like all these weird ass oh michael jackson thriller which i the making of michael jackson thriller Mm -hmm. i still have that oh it's great tape yeah yeah i have nothing to watch yeah (laughs) yeah no i don't have an operational i did need one for my high school reunion i had to put out like a call like attention people who have vcrs and cassette tape players i Uh, need them and i managed to come up with a few but it was something we didn't consider when we were putting together that time capsule right oh this technology is super dead (laughs) (laughs) we could never so consider that kids when you're putting together a time capsule just Mm -hmm. print is fine just Just all medium have you heard about um, how she, like Shelley Duvall's experience on the set of The Shining at the hands no. of Stanley Kubrick. Yeah, that he like tortured her basically the yeah. entire time. Really? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He did? Yeah. Like, I mean, I could do things and so she'd be upset and like did all this shit and made her do stuff for a long time or yeah. something. He would, like, make, he would make her do like hundreds of takes of like certain shots to like just to agitate her yeah to yeah. make her like more distressed to like get her more just to fuck her up so she'd be yeah Ugh. did yeah. he tell her that that's what he was doing well, or no, she wouldn't work yeah i guess yeah no he was just like well she needs to be scared so i'm gonna be a real dick to her i'm just gonna scare <laughs> her all the time yeah oh that's upsetting which it reminds me of um dustin hoffman who like in some interview they asked him about what he thought of like method acting Mm -hmm. like uh you know like daniel day lewis like staying in character and stuff like that right and dustin hoffman's response was "Uh uh-huh uh they should try acting (laughs) (laughs) yeah maybe just act like it yeah oh my god yeah that's that's for me. For like Stanley Kubrick, I wish somebody would have been like, you know, you hired an actress, right? <laughs> she can probably just do it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she can act. Yeah, her job. <laughs> right. You fool. <laughs> he just likes to be a dick. I think yeah. that's what that was. Uh, I we we were we were saying this earlier. I can't remember if it was in the pre-discussion <laughs> or in the pre-recorded, not recorded pre-discussion. But at some point, come on now. <laughs> we were talking about how basically Stephen King has written like the mythology of our entire generation of like everything that you see is based on something that's probably has some roots in Stephen King somewhere. Yeah, that's crazy that one person so influential. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just just by writing scary stuff. Yeah. Just getting all coked up and and then having that fascinating house, which then just I am just ripe for falling for that. What about his house? Have you not seen pictures of his house? I'm gonna look. At <coughs> oh no, I don't, I don't know what you're talking about. You're either. gonna lose your shit because it's exactly the kind of bullshit we would do. <laughs> and it like and what like 
I'm just gonna wait until you see it. Well, the I feel listeners like, can't see well, it. We'll you describe it when I want to see you see it. Okay. Though. <laughs> are, you, are you referring to the inside or the outside? The outside. The outside. The yeah. outside of his house. Yeah, the inside looks relatively normal for the most part in most places. But the outside of his house is not normal. No. Okay. Is this the one you're talking about? Uh. Yeah, but I. That's not a good. Anyway, I'll just tell you. Okay. Because that's not the picture I was. Sorry. This, his house this is, is what like, I found. Oh, okay. It's right. like super create like gothic Victorian-y like kind of thing, right? But then it has like big gates in front of it that have spiders or something on oh, them. Yeah. Like it just looks like an Adam's family situation. And oh. bats. It's got and bats. Like, bats. <laughs> and it used to be very like now I think he's probably picked it up a little, but he bought it when it was like he was it was early in his career and it was just this big old fucking scary house. And he bought just this big scary house. And it's just like the kind of like if I was a mystery writer, I would go buy a big scary fucking house and put bats on the gate for oh, sure. No, that's absolutely something we would do. Oh, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Also, oh. like that we're just refer- referring to ourselves. We talked about this earlier today, oh, yeah. and just in the royal we, mm-hmm. just all all, that's all what the we time. would do. Obviously, we, we would Us. buy this house. Of course, we would. Now, when we buy a house, this is what we'll do. We actually okay. have hy- hypothetical cat names that yeah. we've already picked out. Oh, here oh, comes the picture. The- Okay. Is it the one where he's standing in front oh, and looking crazy? Yeah. <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. It's so Adam's family. Right? Yeah. It's got this like big wrought iron fence. Like you could totally impale yourself on mm-hmm. bats and spiders. And, and he looks like, uh, I might be a serial killer. I might be. And he <laughs> might be. But I can be. afford this big crazy house. Look at me. I love it. That's yeah. the voice that we have in I don't think that's actually far up because I, I think no, he's no, got he kind of like a, hey. And Stephen King. Well, have you seen him? Right. He was in the was it the Twilight Zone movie where he was the guy who was covered in moss? Yeah. No, that was uh, Creep Show. Creep Show. I think it was Creep Show Two, where he was right. like a janitor, like a slow janitor. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. And then he becomes a plant. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I know. He, I love how he puts himself in like cameos of stuff. Uh, and he looks like a cat. Let's just be straight up. You I think know? he looks like a monkey. Because he's got a huge upper lip. He also has that, what's that called? Like the nasolabial, the line in the middle that's like your midline when you're... Your soup spoon? When, yes. <laughs> well, I don't think that's the... But, you know, yeah. Like when the when the thing splits in utero, you know, uh-huh. when you have that line, the mid, right. mid something line. I can't remember. His is like so pronounced that yeah. it looks like you could fold his face in half. Yeah. It's just... Which huh. says to me, cat, so... <laughs> meow. Meow. <laughs> yeah. I call it that thing the little the little soup scoop spoon. the scoop under your nose we call that the soup spoon we we <laughs> the royal we, we call, call it the, we call it that the soup spoon we do yep. now does anyone does anyone know for sure why Stephen King wrote under the name Richard Bachman because I don't oh, know for I sure. don't know and I can't ever keep track I assume it's I assume it's some legal that it's not very interesting but maybe I'm, I think I'm it had something it to do oh, with his. Um, because we, when he started writing, he was writing like short stories for Playboy. Oh, so maybe he had a different. But then why did he write certain things as Richard Bachman and certain? He must have had. It must have been a contractual kind of a. Maybe. Kind of a thing. Um, so what it says on Wikipedia is ah, that. the grand uh, source. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Consult the Oracle. Ah. Um, it says that. The general view among publishers was that an author was limited to one book per year, since publishing more would be unacceptable to the public. <laughs> this, this Take it right. back. He was we just so <laughs> prolific that he had to write he under to just, two names because yeah. he's just like he banging them out. Uh, That's my typewriter noise. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it looks like that 
seems about right. And maybe that um, he didn't want to oversaturate the market w- for the King brand. Uh, oh, I um, guess that does kind of make sense, really. Um, I mean, if yeah. you can write a thousand pages every six months, good for you. Jesus <gasps> Christ. And so he, he did The Rage, The Long, or Rage from in 1977 and then he did um up to thinner in 1984 and then he did the regulators in 96 and then he did blaze and did either of you want to take a guess when he did blaze no 1987 Mm-mm. oh 2007 oh really isn't that weird whoa huh what what are you doing oh, stephen king we well, all why would you... we know what you're doing we know who you are now it's <laughs> <laughs> not even you trying to be cute? <laughs> trying to... No. Did wow. you ever see the video, the like the trailer for Maximum Overdrive? That's because that's the only movie he ever directed. He directed oh, right. that. He directed, he directed it. it. Yeah, and I didn't it, know that. It was like I've a big thing. It's one of my favorite movies because it's one of my favorite bad movies. It was a big deal because, like, he famously hated The Shining, mm-hmm. and all these movies had come out. And I think Maximum Overdrive came out in like the mid '90s or something like that. Uh, or maybe early 90s and the trailer at the beginning of it just had Stephen King talking to you the audience and he was just like was people he, have was he Alfred Hitchcock <laughs> like that's not you can't do that in 1995 <laughs> he, he was like he was like people have tried to make movies out of my books before but this one's gonna scare the hell out of you because I'm directing it and he was so in the throes of alcoholism oh and co- oh. uh, cocaine addiction that it was just fucking crazy. He was drinking Listerine <gasps> on the set of the movie. Like he would do capfuls of Listerine just to like stave off just the shakes him, uh, and, and keep his breath fresh. He's <laughs> <laughs> very conscientious about that. They should have that as a commercial for their product. Like you can oh. <laughs> stave off the shakes and <laughs> do it with minty fresh <laughs> breath. <laughs> Stephen King endorses it. Yeah. So um, he's not no. crazy at all. But it, yeah, it so was the trailer, very funny. So it starts with him talking to the audience and then does it like, let me just show you. And it cuts yes. to the, oh yes. no. And then it, it plays like a real trailer. But it starts off with him just being like, this movie's going to be real super duper scary. <laughs> I think it's crazy just to, in general, watch movie trailers from like any time previous to like 1998. Like How just, it's like the whole movie? It's the whole movie. It doesn't tell you. Re- I mean, it's like, it, it will. Yeah, it just doesn't show you like a. Here's an idea of the. It's like this very Darryl weird. Like Hannah is a mermaid. <laughs> found herself in New York City. Like the music changes five times. It's a whole. It's so weird. So and, long. And then they don't say anything in any kind of character voice. Like how now it's like the narrator fits the tone of the movie. Mm-hmm. All of those, it was just at the end, they'd be like, The Shining. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Danny Torres found himself a new imaginary friend. <laughs> Red rum. <laughs> at the end, it's just always like, The name of the movie. <laughs> fonts are the same it's all just helvetica oh it's so weird the trailers for especially star wars and the empire strikes back the trailers for those are so fucking bad i don't (laughs) understand the time they were that's how trailers were they were also like crazy what a great idea this is like a whole movie it seemed so different at the time yeah the edits are horrible (laughs) just the edits alone together yeah 
It you really cared. only saw that once. <laughs> oh, like yeah. you only saw it in the theater that one time. Yeah, it wasn't. You... It wasn't like, did you see the new trailer for? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like that. Wasn't so they it? were just like, here's the movie. Come see it when it's out. Now there's just a whole trailer channel, which yeah. I think is, what? Like I just because like I mean, sure, but, but also, yeah, it's not. It's so weird. Just go see the movie. Oh, I don't know. What? Oh, shoot. I love. Yeah, that's what it's, it's the reactions of people in the movie theater. When a trailer comes on, like the first few seconds, right? I, like I love hearing people around me. Like half of them are like, "What is this?" <laughs> and then the other half are like, "Oh, oh yeah. we gotta see that." Yeah. And then there's other people who are just like, "Wait, know. isn't that like, it's like <laughs> just weird?" Like, I'm and always. Then everyone dies down. Like, listen. It's to always the thing, me. But. I'm always the one who's like, "No, <laughs> nope, no way, never." <laughs> oh my god! I'll say it. again. <laughs> oh. You know what I hate. <laughs> or the film school enjoy our film and it's just a fucking 30 second coke commercial this is not oh, a film yeah. like oh, so off God. yeah that makes me mad like oh so you had a bunch of equipment at your high school and you did a coke commercial cool for you yeah like yeah. don't like just say here's we made we're at this film school we made this coke commercial don't call it a fucking <laughs> film yeah no it's not it you, you just shove no that artistry. up your ass that's <laughs> You have just disgraced yourself forever, no, sir. No, I was a big fan. The first time I saw the, um, the like, turn your cell phone off ones that tricked you into thinking it was a trailer. Oh, yeah. The first time I saw that, I was like, bravo. <laughs> well done. And then after that, I was like, well, this has gone too far. I don't <laughs> appreciate this at all. <laughs> oh, what's your favorite Stephen King story or book? Or, yeah, just story, I guess. Is uh, okay, well. I have that attachment to the dark half, but that's not the story. The one that I think is the best, like for me, writing wise, like that's the one is that Richard Bachman, The Long Walk, because it's and, just it's basically the Hunger Games, sort kind of. of. But the thing that I love about it is that nothing happens. Yeah, in that just walking. book, it's just something inside one person's head the entire time. They're just walking. Mm -hmm. They never stop walking the whole book, and it's all in his head. Yeah. How do you write a novel that's just one person's thoughts while they never stop walking about nothing happening, really? Mm. I mean, things are happening, but right. it's not, it's just his perception. And it, yet it's so exciting. It's like Running a Man is the one that's more Hunger Games. Yeah. Yeah. But the long walk, yeah. The long walk, yeah. It's so exciting. Like you're, you're sweating, like you're having, where you're like, oh my God, oh my God. And it's just someone's thoughts. Yeah. Like that is the best writing. I love it. That's a good one. That's apparently that's the first novel that Stephen King wrote even though it wasn't the first to be published it's the really? first that he wrote yeah the long walk mm -hmm. um he wrote wow. it he wrote it um from 66 to 67 oh my god he crazy so many drugs because that's the only, way. Like, <laughs> that's the only explanation yeah i just it, i still hold it as like this master like i don't know how anyone can make a novel out of what is going on and it's so riveting one that sticks with me all the time is the raft. Did you see? Have you read that one? Do you know about that one? I do. I do know about that because I think there's been a couple of movies that are. Uh, I think there's actually a segment in maybe Creepshow Two that's oh, based yeah. on the raft. I, yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. I think you're totally right. And that one freaks me out because, like, as a teenager, mm -hmm. I spent a lot of time on the lake, Ooh. you know, and oh. like swimming out to Ooh. the to the the, the little dock. the little mm -hmm. dock, the little floating raft, you know. And every t every single time, even now, still, if I am swimming in a lake, 
I'm always like, oh, God, it's this is going to be the thing. This is how I'm going to die. This is it. This is the one. <laughs> Please not this time. <laughs> I'm, I'm having Maybe such a nice time. day. <laughs> no, I don't know, like, because, you know, we're the age we are, so I don't know what was happening before, but it's thinner. <laughs> Is that the entire basis of everyone's whole like gypsy curse thing is just thinner or was that a thing before thinner? Oh, I think gypsy curses were a thing before thinner. Yeah, but everyone does it the same. Like everyone, if you're going to say something about a gypsy curse, it's, always, gonna, it's always like, ah. <laughs> it's like the same. I feel like that's where we all learned about gypsy curse. How far did you get into thinner before you stopped wishing you had that Curse. real far, <laughs> real far, where I was like, "Oh, this doesn't sound this is, so great this... after all." Toward the end, <laughs> I'm like, "Oh, he's probably gonna die." Oh no! But before that, man, yeah, I was like, "Wow, can I just have a little of that?" Just a little, yeah. Just a J- little Jinx thinner? actually finished the book, and it took her like a few days to be like, "You know what? Maybe that wouldn't Maybe be so that... great." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> she would miss everyone. <laughs> yeah, but so skinny. But it's the same. It's the same. Oh, that old yarn, right? Just mm-hmm. big. Yeah. It's the you same, know. like, switching places. Trading places. No, Freaky Friday. Freaky Friday. Then you got to chase it. down the, oh, the gypsy clan, or you got to chase down the old you gotta Zoltar. You built the mask yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah, it's the whole thing. Now, Running Man. Hunger Again, Games. I also always, in my brain, Lawnmower Man and Running Man. I have, I have <laughs> very to, different Very choice. different, but I have to stop and be like, which, right. Right. Yeah, that's just Hunger Games for sure. And it is on Starring Richard, Schwarzenegger, Yeah, and Richard right? Dawson. Because mm-hmm. he's, like, I have a very, very soft spot for Arnold Schwarzenegger action sci-fi. Mm-hmm. Do you? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Total Recall. Mm-hmm. and uh, All I day a, long. I, I have Command was my favorite, and right. that's not quite sci-fi. But, I mean those oh i'll watch them all day long. i have a soft spot for richard dawson you see because <laughs> when i was a kid oh. i watched richard richard dawson on family feud and i wanted to be on family feud so bad and oh. i had such a crush on richard dawson now fun fact i was watching some old family feud like yesterday and he's super creepy so fucking creepy yeah. <laughs> how did i not notice that when i was like maybe five you liked it maybe you were like oh Oh. This is how gentlemen behave. They behave like this, and then they give you tootsie rolls. That's not weird. <laughs> like that's not weird at all. No, I watched it the other day, and it made me so uncomfortable. On the lips, he kisses mm-hmm. those. Mm-hmm. Every single one. There you was know one. They're looking for family, new Family Feud people now. Hosts? No, like families. families. They're doing a new version. Or I something. like that. I went straight to yes. I will be I the will star host. of the I'll new Family Feud. Oh sure. <laughs> I'd love to. Thank you for asking. I would be a great game show host. You would. You oh, would. Yeah. I would be a great. But also your family would be great on Family Feud is what I'm saying. And maybe you should check it out. That Tucker's good. sister that awesome. mentioned it and I was like, no, I'm not doing that. But I feel like I feel like you should check it out. Yeah. I have the Family <laughs> Feud board game somewhere. So we could practice. Ooh, yeah. Nice. I used to have friends over and I would set up my living room. Thing? I totally would. I would Let's set up my play the feud. All right, one hand behind your back, one hand on the buzzer. It's time to play the feud. <laughs> did you also kiss everybody on the yeah. mouth? Oh, of course. <laughs> yeah, of course you know, you did. you've yeah. met me. <laughs> my friends are just like, fuck. we got to go to Alicia's house again tonight. She's no. going to make us play games. She keeps trying to French me. I don't get <laughs> it. I don't understand. We could just play spin the bottle. I don't know why we have to. Now, here's the, here's the thing I will offer up. Um, well, since we were at the Running Man Hunger Games, let me go here. Okay. Have you noticed, I don't know how much you watch like fashion oriented television, but if you watch things like Project Runway or anything that's like, you know, like Fashion Week or whatever. Okay. 
We are straight up in the Hunger Games right now. Are we in the capital? Oh my God. It is insane. Like the hairstyles and the clothes. Like It is just like that is a costume from the Hunger Games and it's just normal clothing right yeah, now. Yeah, well, look around. We're kind of in it. Yeah, well, sure. Like, there but are children so in cages. Like, visible. yeah. It's like the, in the costuming? Like, sure, the sort, I get where the future could go wrong, but the fact that, like, plastic green hair and this weird outfit like it's so real it's bizarre yeah we're like two steps from yeah. dystopian yeah timeline for sure it's coming and it was a whole thing a couple, we just talked we talked about this not long ago it was a whole thing like three years ago there was a whole uh study or something about how there was this huge uptick in feminist dystopian fiction oh yeah that Mad suddenly Max. it was this huge thing of like all all pop culture was dystopian women saving the day mm-hmm. three years ago and it was like well yeah that's that's what Hello. we're coming down to you guys that's why it's so popular that's where we're headed yeah <laughs> but yeah with those great costumes who knows what can happen anything <laughs> well in i mean the costumes in mad max fury road it's like yeah i want to dress like that right <laughs> i saw a guy dress like that today i, I want really, that jacket i really liked the hunger games and i know you were surprised when i said that. i was really surprised i really liked it i just thought it was like more woodsy star wars did you read all three i didn't read any of it I, just <laughs> read the movies. What? I don't read it i did okay. read those i read those oh books. you did i did oh i wonder if i i probably wouldn't like the books maybe if you like huh. the movies, you probably would like the books. But I like what they looked like, see? And I don't know that I would have come up with that in my brain. We're going to do a podcast on The Hunger Games. Let's Are hold we? this. I okay. Think, All I right. think we're going to. All right. Yeah. Put I do a, have thoughts about that. the plots. <laughs> like each one is a different Star yeah. Wars movie. Exactly. Okay, great. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll circle back. We'll circle back. <laughs> circle back to the Hunger Games. Uh, what the we'll have a buffet for that one, I feel like. <laughs> oh, I just had little tidbits here of that. I have um, a t-shirt of What's-His-Face from Stand By Me. That says, do you want to see a dead body? Oh, yeah, that's I right. I wear that a lot. And that Tucker went to the Stand By Me days in Oregon a couple years ago. They have a thing where the, in that town. He did the blueberry he pie. He did the pie eating contest. Oh, he really? Was in it. Yeah. What, what did it? That's cool. He did the yeah. blueberry pie. He did the blueberry <laughs> pie. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just something they did because Stand By you know stand by me but apparently there was a new pie shop that opened and that was the whole like tie-in of their i didn't uh, know that part it was just it was smart. like an advertisement for the pie shop oh man what a great Isn't idea pie yeah. shop because that whole town they have like a sock hop like the whole town like does this whole like stand by me thing and it's just a tiny town and they make everything like was like from stand by me wow what a great yeah. idea kudos pie so, shop um, now i want pie mm. <laughs> this isn't like that one podcast where we actually had no, pie and we, we surprised don't. ourselves but we i don't just have tomorrow's any. my birthday maybe i'll have birthday pie <gasps> <gasps> you guys it's Alicia's birthday tomorrow or last two week. days ago whichever whatever you're listening whatever to time frame you're in I, I should have brought a cake or something or a, <laughs> or a, a pie, pie. <laughs> <laughs> said that. i should have brought a cake <laughs> <laughs> what kind of pie do you like i like pie <laughs> Word. <laughs> hey, Noise. <laughs> Lemon your... meringue right now. Lemon meringue right now. Okay. It changes. Sometimes it's strawberry. Oh. Sometimes, I don't know. Mm. But right now, you know what's been creeping up on me? Peach pie. Oh, peach. God. As mm. I get older, it makes sense because I always thought of like peach cobbler and peach pie as old people food. And now my as I get older, I'm like, again. oh yeah, I get it. Is there mm. a difference between peach pie and peach cobbler? Because I thought yes. there was yes. just one peach. Peach pie. <laughs> no, peach pie, pie. Pie is a pie. A cobbler is like it's got like um, it's the fruit, like the baked fruit, right? But it has like biscuits on top. Yeah, like it has like dough uh, in it, like almost like a mm-hmm. bread 
yeah. type. Yeah. And, then a, and then a crumble mm-hmm. has got like the granola, the granola oatsy yeah, yeah, yeah. stuff on top. Uh, well, actually, crumble has um, like a shortbread sprinkle topping. A crisp has the oats. There it is. Yeah. Okay. And then you get into the whole buckle. Brickle. Brickle Betty situation that I can't <laughs> sort it out. It's too regional and I can't. Yeah. I, I love thought... classifying things. This is like my whole porch veranda thing all over again. Mm-hmm. I love it. And I do love a peach galette. I'll make that a lot. What's, oh, is that the one where you lay it out? If the, you were the pioneer woman, you oh, would call it a flat pie. A fuck flat off. Pie. Jesus Christ. She Did you know? angers me because I love her and I hate her so much. All at the same time. <sighs> Who is that? The pioneer woman. Dree? 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 Oh, like pie. Reed Drummond. She's on the Food Network. Oh. And she's got a whole line of everything at Walmart. And she makes like food that everybody makes and there's nothing special about it and she's not even like it's not from scratch she's using convenience foods but for some reason this is how you make top ramen (laughs) it's like here's how you make yeah like tuna noodle casserole and but for some reason we both we are just like "Mm, okay i'll watch this all day what is she doing why is she doing it this way and then we just keep watching i know and i complain and she makes a galette which is like Mm -hmm. a pie if you just have one crust like a pizza Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you put that. My mouth is watering. Down I know about this. And you put the filling, whatever, <laughs> so like peaches in this case, right? On you top of lay them out, kind of pretty. You kind like of yeah, like lay them out. Yeah. I do it a little more rustic, but then you just sort of <laughs> fold the fold it over so it makes si- sort of a crust, and mm-hmm. then just bake it like that. Wow. So it's not in a pie shell. It's more like a crust between a pie and but a she pizza. She tries to stay folksy, and she won't call it that. She calls it a flat pie, and it makes me so mad. Um, did you know that Stephen King actually wrote a short story about killer pies? What? what? No, I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> but isn't it funny so that you excited. would buy that because yeah, Stephen totally. King is He's like... He's written everything. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, right. Well, and we were talking about that you thought I was crazy for liking the story The Mangler. But it's like when you imagine that in your head, it sounds very scary. But I can see where on film it probably didn't translate. And I feel like no. that's the same pie situation. <laughs> like I believed it in that way. But no. Wait, doesn't, th- doesn't Thinner actually have a pie thing in it? it oh my God, might. is this a thread? Is this like a Stephen King thread? There's pie, the pies. Pie pie? Isn't like the isn't there like a poison pie at the end? In thinner. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna do some googling. Oh, maybe. Uh, now that you're saying it. I think that's how like the story ends. Is that he, he breaks the curse somehow? Yeah, he has to like po- like give a poison pie to somebody, and then his wife eats it or something, and then it ends like he wakes up the next morning yeah. and his daughter's like eating a piece. Right. right. Yes. That yes. Does make sense. That does sound right. Well, when Mother I Google fuck, Stephen King, I did it. <laughs> <laughs> That might not be true at all, but you said it so convincingly that I I completely believe you. I googled (laughs) Stephen King pie, and all that came up is thinner. (gasps) Not even Stand by Me. No, just thinner. There's thinner, just one after the other. There's a picture even. Someone's eating pie. Oh my! So God. So he must not be lying. But also, I want to know if it's more of a theme. Like, because if it's in, but I don't know. We're going to have to do some independent research here in the film. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, thinner's the only thing that Maybe it's up. because pie is so, like, down home. Oh, so innocuous. Who doesn't trust a pie? At least, mm-hmm. I don't Which know if kind of his whole like, American literally. Gothic kind of a kind of thing, you know? Mm-hmm. I don't know if you can hear my story. I'm talking about this pie right now. My stomach is just like... Oh, no. Okay. What do you think Stephen King's favorite pie is? Oh. I feel like we've really brought it full circle now. I'm going to say Stephen King's favorite pie is cherry. I think you're probably right. Yeah. That seems right. I think he likes. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny. 
and I couldn't do it. <laughs> yeah, I was like with meat a big pie. <laughs> I can see like with a cherry pie, but with like a big knife. Yeah, it yeah. would be. It like would he's be just slopping it out. It would be a very sloppy yeah. cherry pie. <laughs> he likes a sloppy cherry pie. He's a big Warrant fan. Cool, loves it. And a sweet surprise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, have you read any of like the new Stephen King or like seen? What? I don't. Like, what do you mean, new Stephen? Like, just. It's hard for me to... Re- I don't know. Yeah, that was a dumb question. As soon as I was like, I don't know what new... I don't well, know. I, know the, I think the most recent Stephen King book I read was 112263. Oh, is that a newer book? I yeah. I knew that that series was newer. Yeah, but that came out. I really loved the, the series. The book was but great. I didn't read, it was? Yeah. Oh, I didn't That's 2011. Oh, good for me. Yeah. I, I read a book eight years ago. <laughs> <laughs> I remembered and everything. I mean, really, that was probably one of the last books I read. So <laughs> I enjoyed. I enjoyed that series a lot. I, did I just too. had to like let go and be like, I don't. I'm was not. it a TV? Sh- was it a series? It wasn't a movie. It was in, like a mini series type situation, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Just like on Hulu. six episodes or something. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I can commit to that. Did you you yeah. didn't watch it? Oh, no. you should watch it if you like the book. Especially. I loved the book. The book was great. It's James Franco, right? Mm-hmm. Is it? Yeah. Ooh. <laughs> Canceled. Huh. <laughs> but it was I don't have hard opinions on James Franco. I like. I liked it. I I like that that show as well. Yeah. Have you been to, um, speaking of that, have you been to the book repository in Dallas? Have you been? No, I have never been to Texas. There is an X on the road, like painted on the road where the car was when JFK was shot, like as a marker of like, this is where it was. And people run out into traffic to get their pictures taken on that spot. And it's the weirdest thing because it's constant. Like there's people constantly running out into the road. Why don't they put a traffic light there or something? Well, that's even weird. It's just weird to me. Like, why would you even have the impulse, even if you wanted a picture just from the side of the road? That makes sense. Why but would to you stand to in the spot? Go out there in like harm's way and get a picture. It just seems weird to me. Well, maybe it's the same kind of mentality of wanting to go to like a haunted house. Mm, yeah, I guess so. Because I mean, you would definitely be afraid in yeah. that moment. <laughs> I don't know that I would consider getting a. I mean, I suppose. But my first thought would be, I want to stand in that spot and just get a look at the angle from the repository window. Yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> it is. I think that's part of why it's there too, because you can go up to that window and then look at the and spot. You can, from and there. they have it set up like it was found, oh. like the way it was, with like Whoa. where the thing was that the gun was probably propped on or whatever so you can stand there and like look down at the x and find it huh yeah that's weird tucker TV. ran over to the grassy knoll that was fun oh i would for <laughs> sure go to the grassy knoll come on do you get do you guys have any theories on jfk nah yeah me either i watched that episode of seinfeld with the yeah. magic spitball yeah. that. that's am i allowed to talk about this you know probably my dad worked for the fbi when yeah, what are they gonna do jfk was shot and, you know, there's no, like, news media cycle happening all the time in 1963. And so he was at work in the, like, I guess it was the Hoover building. I don't know. Anyway, he was at work. And uh, they just, they had an intercom system. And they came over the intercom system and just said, the president is dead. Everyone go home. And everyone just picked up their stuff silently and left. Was he dead immediately or was it like they he was shot and I don't know for sure. I feel like it was kind of in the morning, I think. So I feel like yeah, I feel like it was like 11. I mean, in I the think it was a pretty something. quick situation, but I don't cuz everyone remembers where they you know, like they were in school and they were at everyone remembers. Yeah. 
I was not alive yet. No. <laughs> but I just think it's so weird that that... I remember being non-existent. <laughs> yeah, I remember non-existing at the time. I just think it's weird that they would say that that way and also that everyone just knew what to do. But right. also the FBI is weird and maybe it's like in a manual somewhere that Probably. that's what you do. They've got know. a whole plan for when the queen dies. Oh, yeah, I'm sure. That seems so weird, though, because it seems like that's like a national crisis where you would want like... The I people think, in the FBI to be there? That's yeah. what I thought. probably have a plan. There's a lot of secret stuff like that. Yeah, there's probably, probably like, have... everyone get out of here. We got to mm-hmm. talk about some stuff, and you don't need to be around. Yeah, mm-hmm. we need everyone Unless out you are we have to do this thing These that we do. four specific yeah. people or something. Yeah. Right. Well, I know they have... The I don't circle. know where it is anymore, but they have, um, you know, like the White House that's the escape White House. Oh, uh-huh. Like where the president goes if right. something happens. It used to be inside a mountain in yeah. Virginia and now it moves like it's different places or something for a and while so wasn't know. it the wasn't it the big like mashed potato mountain in uh close encounters wasn't oh it I don't know there? about that I know it was called the one in Virginia oh. is called Mount Weather but I don't know if now it's just like some kind the of mashed facility. potato mountain you know mashed potato <laughs> mountain you know the rock the big the tall mm-hmm. this means something yeah with the dry fist yeah, yeah. <coughs> well, excuse me I believe we've covered everything from JFK to pie to you know, <laughs> all of it we've been We've been through King. a whole bunch of things. No, wait. I did I was did you, talk did you fall for Dean Koontz? Did that happen to you after Stephen King? Or no. was that just me? Mm-mm. You didn't even fall for it a bit? Nope. Damn it. I did. I thought he was going to be the new Stephen King. <laughs> Although they were totally contemporary. I don't know why I thought. Dean Koontz. <laughs> this Koontz guy. What yeah. He's going to carry on the torch. What did he write? What I was his know, deal? Dumb stuff. Like Stephen King rip-off-y stuff. I did get you into know. a while the John Grisham, which I bet you got into. Uh... I feel like I read some, was that like the client? The lawyer guy? Yeah. Yeah, I think I read like one of those and then I didn't. Mr. Lawyer. Yeah, you know, lawyer spook. Because I think that was like our parents were real into that when it started. Right. Like they were watching. So I think I probably was like, sure. Come on, Jack Grisham, you guys. My my dad loved himself a Grisham. Yeah. See, I feel like that's what was happening. Did John Grisham, who wrote? It wasn't John Grisham. (laughs) Oh, but I really want to hear what you're going to say. Jurassic Park. <laughs> oh, oh, that, that's Michael Crichton. He's one okay. of my favorite authors. Let's re, let's put a pin in that too. Okay. Because I do have a favorite um, Michael Crichton book for sure. Okay. Um, did, when I was in middle school, my my friend told me I, I read the book Jurassic Park, uh-huh. and he while I was reading it, he was in the middle of reading The Lost World, and I was like, "Is it any good? Should I read it?" And he was like. No, uh, but they say fuck twice in it. And I was Ooh. like, okay, I'll read it. I'm gonna read it. <laughs> I'm a, I want to check out the context. Make sure I'm using it right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think Michael Crichton's what ruined me on books, actually. Because oh. now that's why I, I can't read books that aren't science or I see. educational or something. Okay. Well, so we'll boo. Co- cover that, I guess. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Stephen King might have been my last foray into fiction. Well, mm. good for us, you guys. I think there was something else I was going to talk about, but I don't remember what it is now, so... Yes, you're going to tell them about that time we went to the Needful Things store. <gasps> Needful, have you read Needful Things? Me? No. Yeah. no. I have not either. I Listen. I've read nothing. <laughs> so Needful Needful Things, right? It's this store, this creepy guy opens up and basically you sell your soul in some way to get the thing that you really need. But it's like, just when you go into this want, shop, I guess. but no, yeah. it's not really want. It's like something yeah, that you really like, oh my God, like I can't resist this. I have to. For example, the last time I read this book, this woman had horrible arthritis uh-huh. and she went into this shop, which opened in the small town and everyone would go in and find the thing that they need. And this woman in the book, one of the 
protagonist found a little um a little necklace that had some sort of herb or something in it that as long as she was wearing it right. she had no pain oh, but cool. also and while i was reading Uh-oh. it i had horrible arthritis and i was like oh my god what i the things i would do for this <laughs> magic stinky amulet my god right the so things really, like, i would do for the thing i need, I need. right <laughs> and it was everybody had like this thing that they needed and this guy just magically just had it either. right yeah mm. anyway so we are in los angeles with matteo who i'm gesturing to who is not here today <laughs> this is where he would be this is where he were would be he here right. and we we're like we need to it was our last day in in the city and we mm-hmm. needed to get some presents for our kids, right? And so Matteo and his husband Philip were like, "Oh, we know just the place," and drive us to this little store. And it was like it was like one of those don't touch anything stores. Everything is breakable, and you would and never was, go there with children. Yeah, and it was one of those ones that's like on a fork in the road, so it's shaped like a pie wedge, mm-hmm. just teeny tiny. tiny. Like it felt like the size of this room <laughs> when we walked in, right? But so breakable. Oh my God. And we walked in Glass and we're like, and have just... they ever encountered a child? There's nothing here for children. <laughs> like when you first walk in, that's it's totally just like what it looks like. Vases and crystals and everything's breakable. But then somehow, magically, the more you walk through the store, it just like kind of expanded while you were in it. And then suddenly, every time you turned around, you're like, oh my God. It's that thing this that I've been reading about. This is perfect for. This is perfect for Francie. Look at this, and it was like, yeah, it was. Every so time he was like, weird. Oh my god, this is exactly. And you wouldn't see any. There'd be like a shelf tucked between these other two shelves where there was this thing you could only see if you were at just the right angle, and you were like, aha. It was the weirdest thing. It was thing. totally a needful thing store. And is we that place so here? Weird. No, no, it was, it was in, in LA. Oh. And we found a perfect gift. Like literally like the, perfect the exact thing. gift we needed for each of our kids in this tiny oh, wow. weird store where you could hardly, you couldn't even walk. You were just like, this is one room full of glass. What are we doing? How are we finding these things? Yeah. And yet there it was. And I totally, I was like, this is the needful thing store. Get I almost, the hell out of here. I almost don't want to buy this. Well, I don't know what I'm buying into. Well, but I was going <laughs> to ask, did anything special? Snoopy happen after? <laughs> nothing no, Snoopy. nothing Snoopy's ever happened there, but no, it was totally fine. Yeah, oh, cool. but I'm always yeah, keeping knows? an eye out because I don't. Later, <laughs> I don't know. We have gotten skinnier. Oh, Dina. thank God. Well, this has been an exciting episode. I feel I loved it. Me too. What a fun, what a fun journey. What a fun little Stephen, mm-hmm. Stephen, Stephen. that's the thing we're doing now that's the thing we're doing now listeners anytime you want to say something spooky yeah say snoopy instead like makes it fun Ooh, halloween look Mm. at your decorations they're They're so so snoopy Snoopy. (laughs) (laughs) Ooh, look at that snoopy cobweb (laughs) snoopy ghosts it's great big fun (laughs) people don't know what the hell you're doing hashtag snoopy (laughs) hashtag lie up (laughs) hashtag snoopy wonderful yeah hashtag wonderful wonderful <laughs> okay well well that's been us oh and, and uh, well, listen that's what you can listen oh, to yeah. us on ease-drop.com and anywhere you find your podcast right jizz.biz jizz.biz damn i always forget oh, that God. yeah yeah check uh, it out there check it out everywhere you find your podcasts uh check out other great podcasts on the eavesdrop network drop a little mm-hmm. change in our tip jar if you feel like it that's cool yeah who 
was there someone that had commented that we were going to shout out? And now I can't remember. I was going to shout out um, to, uh, I think his name was Jacob, my barista at Starbucks today, who was going <laughs> to listen to the podcast. So if you're listening, Jacob, thank you for the uh, coffee. Jacob. Jacob. <laughs> shout I got, out. I just got an iced coffee. Oh. Cream. Well, good luck, Jacob. Yeah. Did Jacob nail it? Totally. Jacob nailed it. Did you tip Jacob? Of course, I'm not a monster. All right, Jacob, return the favor. Baby. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Uh, goodbye. Whatever would we learn? What knowledge would we